This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a special edition of the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon. Join my publisher, Jody Demling. I'm actually sitting in Blacksburg. Uh, on location, on location, on location, made the trip, uh, an easy trip, uh, just over six hours. You know, when, when you got two teams that are top 10, you know, meeting this late in the season, which Dan McDonald calls playoff hockey time, um, it, it's you got to make the trip. And and day one was certainly worth being here. That's for sure. As Louisville defeats number three, Virginia Tech, number six, Louisville defeats number three, Virginia Tech, uh, eight to one, obviously on their home field. Um, and Jody, tons of storylines coming out of this game. Obviously, the magnitude of what each one of these games each see this this weekend is going to have. Um, but you also had multiple storylines on how the Cardinals scored, their defense, their pitching. But this was a game where you've got two of the top 10, top 15 offenses, depending on which statistical category you want to look at, coming in. And Jared Poland, Louisville starter, goes six six and six point one innings. Tate Keener comes in after him and they combined to just allow Virginia Tech to just score one run. Yeah, and it was weird because, you know, it started off looking like it was going to be Virginia Tech that had the offense, that had all the, the momentum and all that kind of good stuff. And they hit some hard balls off of him. And I think, yes, you know, you made, you made mention in the, in the thread that, like, what was it, six, um, six hits in the first four innings or three innings or something like that. I mean, they were, they were hitting some hard balls. But – when it's all said and done, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was crazy because it, uh, you know, you when you look at when you look at what Levi Usher did in the one inning, robbing a home run. He came in, he dove and got that other one later. Um, I thought I thought the play that uh, uh, Isaac Humphrey made. Um, I can't remember what inning. Double it was a play. line drive. The double the double play. It was an easy double play. But the line drive wasn't easy. You know, he got a really good jump on it and and made that happen. So I thought that was a big play. So just a lot of big plays over and over. Yeah, and, and you mentioned Levi Usher. Usher steals another home run today. I mean, he's making it look commonplace. Um, and then probably, actually, I, I would vote in favor that his play later in the game was even more important. You had two guys on, two outs. Um, a great hitter. That, well, it seems like the entire lineup for Virginia Tech knows how to hit the ball and drops a nice shot into uh, left center. And here he comes seemingly out of nowhere, showing his right. speed, makes a diving catch and ends that threat, which could have been a rally and totally game changing there. Yeah, no, it totally could have been. And, and yeah, you're right. I think that was a big, big thing right there for for Levi, for, for Louisville to get to. To keep that one run up there, you know, I mean, yep. if you if you put the two up there, then things change. Then the Chris Sang run doesn't mean as much, and I thought that gave him a lot of uh, of uh, that gave him a lot of um, of momentum and gave him a lot of juice in the in the in the club in the uh, dugout. And so, yeah, I think that was just big. It was just a lot of big plays over and over. 
Yeah, you mentioned Chris saying I've got a there's a story up at cardinalauthority.com you know about his day. I mean, this is a guy that has been used sparingly throughout his four years at Louisville Oldham County High School product. When he does come in, it's usually at a pinch run and then he's done. Or if he comes up to bat, then he's going to be dropping a bunt. Uh, today, as you mentioned, he comes in, pinch runs for Cameron Masterman, um, who just had got a single. Good to see him back in, in the in the lineup after being out a couple of days. But um, in the sixth inning, and he promptly still second base, and he's standing out there when Isaac Humphrey looks like he's swing, striking out swinging. Uh, ball scoots away, and an alert Chris Singh comes around and scores. Yeah, and you don't see that very often. No, you don't see that play happen very often, but it does happen. And when it does, it is a uh, it's one of those deals where it happens and it happens fast. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just a weird kind of thing. And that's uh, to me, uh, again, that's Louisville. If you notice they had a replay of that and you're there, Michael, so you're sure you didn't get to see it. But they actually had a replay of that from like a wide angle. And Dan McDonald is going crazy in the dugout, telling Singh to come on home, come on home, come on home. And he's jumped up and down. And uh, so that's that's Louisville baseball right there. That is Louisville baseball. Yeah, and sometimes you, you got to have luck on your side as well because I think, I mean, that's a, a play that the officials couldn't review. And I think if they may have, the ball may have hit Isaac. It may have been a dead ball. But, you know, that's, he, you know, that's a whole other story. But that, those, that pair – you know, hooks up again for uh, some more big runs uh, in the eighth. You've got, uh, you know, Jack Payton leads off with a double. Uh, Levi Escher swinging. He's out. And Chris Sink comes up. And, and normally, again, he'd bunt here. Uh, Dan McDonald says, no, I want you to swing away. Um, and, again, more on, you know, the feedback he's got from coaches and players about his ability at the plate as well is in that story on the homepage right now. You know, but so he gets that confidence, takes a full count, and then next thing you know, he drops – a ball, you know, into the outfield for a double later scores when Isaac Humphrey hits a double right behind him. So just a, a huge day. I mean, two runs um, alert, obviously, to get that first run, which, as you mentioned, is a big well, momentum getter. Uh, but then the double and uh, the RBI, I mean, just a fantastic outing for Chris Singh, who really hasn't seen many uh, moments uh, during his time as a Cardinal. Yeah, no, he, he really hasn't. And that's the thing. Uh, this team – it's amazing to me, and we, we, you and I have talked about this a lot in years before, yep. uh, but we're seeing it more now with, with NapCheck out. Um, it's amazing to me how right Dan McDonald is when he pushes a button. And, and, and he pushes buttons all the time now. You know, the, the Brandon Anderson button. I mean, you know, you very well could – you know, as we've talked about, throw, um, you know, Noah Smith in there at, at second or, or short, and you could put Beard at third. You know, you could do different things. But he is stuck with Anderson, and Anderson had a three-hit game last week against Wake Forest. He had a huge walk today, and I thought made a big play, uh, a, a, a really nice play on one of the leadoff guys in one of the middle innings there t- today. Uh, to get an out. So he continues to play a solid game from there. And and Michael, Dan pushed that Chris Singh button, and it seemed early to me. Like, it's 1-1 yeah. in the sixth inning, and there's one out, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't there one out when Masterman got that hit? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Masterman 
had been he'd struggled a little bit early in the game, but he got a hit and you know he's not terrible defensively, but he pushed that button and got him out of there and boom, like what in the world? How does how does this guy know all of this? Yeah, and uh, and he, and he he normally or gets it right a lot of times, and uh, I'm just so it's so amazing. And I know the coach is supposed to know where to push and what to do and all that, but man, it really, really is. Uh, it, it's pretty cool to, uh, it's pretty cool to see, especially a guy like that. You know what I mean? Especially Absolutely, a guy yeah. like that. You know, it's funny. I was actually out taking photos when that play happened. You know, I was actually real close to first base and, when I saw, you know, Chris Singh coming in for Massman, I was kind of surprised like you. I mean, obviously, he's a guy with power, and you may need it in this game. But like you said, you know, the move worked perfectly. And like Dan said after the game, Chris was making me look smart because of the game that he that he had. So, um, and that's what you need. You know, you mentioned Brandon Anderson. We've talked about Isaac Humphrey. He's played a big role all year long, had a big two-run two run home run or solo home run, and then had the double, I should say, uh, where he knocked in Singh that I mentioned and a couple other, you know, big moments. You mentioned the double play. Um, we're going to have him on the cards, guys. He's going to join us uh, from the team hotel room here uh, in just a little bit. So I appreciate that. But, but, but Jody, when you look at this, this is obviously just one win out of, of a three game series, uh, but to kind of, I guess, show or explain how big this is um, coming into the game. If you look at the RPI, which is a huge factor when, when the NCAA is making their postseason draws, Virginia Tech was just slightly above Louisville. Uh, Louisville, I think it was like around, I think they were 12th. Virginia Tech may have been ninth. Um, and now post after this game, Louisville is ninth and Virginia Tech is 12th. You know, so, and these, these moments, you know, are, are going to come out big, if especially if they can win a second game here in Blacksburg. This will be a huge weekend for Louisville. So off to a good start, big impact from game yeah. one. And yeah, one and the, go ahead. Michael, they, they had, it, it, they bumped up to eight right when the game was over, mm -hmm. um, Auburn then leapfrogged them, so they bumped them back down to nine. Um, that's the thing to kind of keep and watch. They're not going to – Louisville could win the rest of their games, and they're not going to be up there with Tennessee or Oregon State. They don't have a chance. If you look at the, like the RPI, kind of like the nitty-gritty, I look at warrennolan.com is where I look at it. and it's it, it's a live update and they have a nitty-gritty kind of thing that, that they keep there. So they're not going to catch Tennessee or Oregon State, probably not Dallas Baptist who's in who's in third, but they can catch some of those other they can catch some of those other teams uh and and Louisville could finish you know, if they win one more game this weekend, they will be in the top 8 of the RPI and they will be a national projected national seed going into the final weekend of the season at home against Virginia, a team that when, if you would were to beat them and win the series, you would pop up too. So that, that's, it's, it's all you can ask for if you're Louisville, if they can get one of the final two games here, uh, they're sitting in a perfect spot going into the last week of the season. Yeah. Right now, 14, seven and one against Q1 teams, which is top 50 in the R, uh, RPI only Tennessee Oregon State and Notre Dame, which Louisville swept, um, have a better winning percentage against the Q1 uh, than Louisville does right now. And, you know, so not, you know, let's, let's hope Pittsburgh can steal one uh, from in South Bend this weekend. And the Irish have to close out on the road down at Miami. So they certainly have a difficult challenge, Miami leading the Coastal Division. But, uh, um, you know, you know, I did a, the notebook on Thursday, Jody, and in there, you know, we had the latest projections from D1Baseball.com and BaseballAmerica.com. 
uh, on their field of 64. And in both of those, they had Virginia Tech. Um, one, they were two seeds higher. Virginia Tech was a five. Louisville was a seven. And another one, I think they were a six or five and a six. or So they were right there as well. So that's just kind of another example of how big this weekend series can be. Yeah, and, and, and there's no question. Um, it is a big deal. It's a big series, and it's one that Louisville can really kind of take control. You know, they're going to see this the, the, the freshman tomorrow, Drew Hackenberg, I think is his name, from, um, uh, from Virginia Tech, who's been really good this year uh, for them. Um, but nobody was – there was no um, – they had nobody listed as a starter, so I'm assuming that's what we'll see tomorrow. But again, it was it was TBA against TBA for this game, um, so so I'm intrigued to see what Louisville does. Yeah, I, I would think, I would think that they would go with one of the like they've been doing before, Michael, and go with one of the guys who just you know you know you're going to get two innings out of him or three innings out of him, and 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 try to get what you can get, maybe Cade Grundy or or someone like that. Um, I would think that's what, what you're going to see. Yeah, also quick note, uh, we've reported on it already, but don't expect to see Christian Napchek uh, this weekend. May not even see him if, at the earliest, the Virginia series, and that's probably, you know, knocking on wood. I think it's one of those where they would rather have him 100% for the postseason instead of 80% for the rest of the way, which totally agree with, especially as you pointed out, guys like Brandon Anderson and are, are stepping up and making big plays. So we may see Noah Smith get in this weekend. Dan Man, Dan mentioned that uh, to us earlier in the week. So he may come in. He's one of the freshman infielders as well. But uh, today it was Brandon Anderson again at third and Ben Metzinger slid over to shortstop and they did a, a, a pretty good job. Um, as you mentioned, Brandon Anderson with a good play today as well. And how about Isaac Humphrey coming through big time for Louisville as well? Three hits on the day and uh, just a big, big effort from a lot of different guys. And, you know, five hits. Uh, how many they, they end up with seven? Or no, they end up with more than that at the end. They had seven through eight innings, I think. Whatever they ended up with hits wise. Eight hits. They out hit them eight, eight seven. Eight, eight hits. Okay. So five of the eight from the, from the, um, uh, the five and the six in the, in the order. You know what yep. I mean? So, Masterman, Singh, and Humphrey with five of the eight hits uh, on the afternoon. And Isaac Humphrey just continues to be a big-time player for Louisville. And remember, this is just his first year of playing. Um, he's a guy that, uh, I, I mean, he's got, he's got a lot of baseball left in him. And yep. uh, he's one of those – I, I look, He's not Drew Ellis, so we're not – I mean, because obviously he's an outfielder. Drew was a third baseman. But I I am saying like Drew Ellis because that's what Drew did. You know, remember he redshirted and then just took that big leap that first year and then another big leap the next year. So this is what I expect from him. You know what I mean? I really do expect this uh, to see that from uh, from Isaac Humphrey over the course of the next couple of years. Yeah, he said uh, after the game, he he knew he needed a red shirt, needed to work on his game, needed to add more weight uh, to his frame and stuff like that. And it certainly has paid off. Excited to bring him in on the cards cast. Live from Blacksburg after a thrilling game one victory over number three, Virginia Tech, number six, Louisville left fielder. Isaac Humphrey, big game today, joining us here in the Cards Cast. And Isaac, you had a, a, a huge couple big moments uh, in the game today. Louisville winning that game eight to one. Um, you kind of got things started with it with the solo home run. Uh, later had a double that scored a run. 
Um, first, just talk about the emotions of going on the road. Uh, something you guys have had a little bit of challenge this year, but just talk about the emotions of going on the road and getting a first big win in this series. Uh, yeah, yeah, we haven't been great on the road. We've always kind of been, I think we've done okay, but um, really got on, over the hump on the road. We had we struggled kind of at Florida State, not great at Wake. So I mean, to really come into coming to Virginia Tech and win the Friday night game is pretty pretty big for us, pretty huge. And this is that point in the year, and we talked about it earlier, and Coach McDonald's talked about it, which he calls playoff hockey. Um, he, we, mm-hmm. he was saying after the game after the game today that um, he views professional hockey as one of those sports where the road team actually gets more wins than they may see in like the NBA or Major League Baseball or whatever. Um, and, and kind of started that with the, I guess, this stretch that you guys are going in. You mentioned Wake. Um, before that, you had Vanderbilt. And now obviously on the road at Virginia Tech. What does he mean by playoff hockey? What does that resonate with you guys when he says that? I think it really just means bringing like the, the intensity is a big thing, really. You see, you see these games on TV and playoff hockey if you watch it all. I mean, these games are intense. These guys are going at each other like their their lives are on the line, really. So, I mean, when he says that, I think that's just – that's the biggest thing is bringing intensity every day. And then um, on the road, I mean, it's just you – you've got basically the dugout. That's it. We may have a couple fans in the, in the stands, but we're not going to get any any help from the crowd. So, we really need the dugout to be up and be in the game. So, I think that's really what playoff hockey is all about when he says it. I think you guys really showed that today. Uh, you kind of helped get things going in the second inning with a, the big uh, home run. Um, just look back at that moment and how were you feeling at the plate, uh, you know, coming into the game? And what do you think that did for the team to to get that uh, the first run on the board? Yeah, I think it was um, – I had a really good BP today. I felt really good to play. I felt comfortable. I was seeing him pretty well. And then I think it was a, a two-strike swing. I, I wasn't really trying to do a lot there. I just – it was more of a react to an inside fastball. But, um, yeah, I think it was, it was big for us today because we, have, we haven't always come out of the gate real hot. So to, to give Jerry even just that one-run cushion really, I think, helped him a little bit and knew that he could, he could do well for us. Your day kind of continued with kind of a, a weird, wacky type of play. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris Singh came in to pinch run after Cameron Masterman. Good to see him back in the lineup, but he gets a single. Mm-hmm. Singh comes in with his normal role when Dan likes to throw him in there, put him on the base pass, and he's still second. You're at the plate. Um, looked like a, a, a strikeout swinging, but the ball squirts mm-hmm. away. You make your way to second. Chris makes his way in. Uh, it kind of gives you guys a little bit of momentum. What was that moment like? I mean, because you guys are taught to run after third strikes, but it's a little bit different when yeah. you get to second and somebody else scores. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a, a weird play, and it was we got the it was lucky that it went the way it did for sure. But I mean, that, the guy made a, a good good three two pitch. Obviously, I mean, I I took a pretty bad swing at it, but um, <laughs> yeah, we we're fortunate enough to get a lucky bounce there and saying. Sang does what he does and, and runs hard and scores a run there. You guys, you know, kind of teamed up again later, this time in a more traditional sense. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Logan Beard. He leads off the the, the inning uh, in the eighth with a leadoff double. Uh, Chris Singh normally bunning in that situation. Coach McDonald says, hey, swing away. He comes through on a full count pitch and, and drops a double in to, to push Beard in. And then you come in right behind that and get your own double, push Singh in. Um, that that's, that kind of seemed like, I mean, at that point, it was a one-run game. And then those two runs obviously put a little bit of breathing room between you and the Hokies. 
Yeah, yeah, that was a huge swing by by saying. I mean, uh, like I said earlier, uh, Coach Mack made a comment about saying about two or three weeks ago that he, even though he hadn't been playing all that much, he's going to come through for us. He's been in this program; he knows what to expect. So he's going to come off the bench, and there's going to be a time when he's going to give us a big a big swing and a big hit, and that's what he did today. So yeah, he he started that off, or I think Jack got the double, but then. Yep. Um, yeah, Sang gave us a big hit there to give us a little bit of cushion, and I was able to push him home as well. So that was good. Yeah, and we're joined here in the cards cast by University of Louisville uh, right fielder Isaac Humphrey. Appreciate your, your time in here. And then, of course, you guys seem to do this. Almost, it's, it's become your personality, really. Um, you guys love to score runs late in that last third. Um, you know, like I mentioned, it was a one-run game. You scored two in the eighth and then four more in the ninth. Uh, what is it about this team that gives it the confidence uh, to come out there and continue to put up big runs late in games? I mean, yeah, Coach Mack put a, a big emphasis on that at the beginning of the year that we wanted to really finish games and, and score runs in the late innings, which we didn't do well last year. So I think that's always been a big emphasis for us the whole year. But uh, I don't think we really fear anybody coming out of their pen. We know we know we've got a, a really talented group, and whoever they throw at us, we're we're going to give them their best shot. So I, I don't think we're ever ever challenged by whoever comes out of out of the opposing bullpen. Yeah, this game, this series was billed as kind of a, you know, a meeting uh, between two of the nation's best offenses. I mean, you guys rank in amongst top 10, top 15 and many uh, offensive categories, both you and the Hokies. Um, but what can you say about Jared Poland and Tate Keener, who came in to spell him today? I mean, Virginia Tech, you know, they've got a higher batting team batting average. I think they're one spot above uh, Louisville and the national statistical rankings. So what can you say about those two limiting the Hokies to just one run today? Yeah, that was, that was pretty amazing today. I mean, Jared was great. We've had some really, really great starts lately from Jared, and he does, he does his thing, gets us to the – I think he was got us to the seventh. And then, I mean, Tate's been great. He started out, obviously, in the starting role and then uh, kind of had a little bit of setback, and now he's back in his, his, his pin role. But, I mean, he's been, he's been phenomenal out of the bullpen as well. So, to have those two – Close out the game today. I think it really sets us up. When we we're really we got a lot of arms left, so I like the way we're looking. You're an in-state kid, Calhoun, Kentucky, right? Yes, sir. Okay, I want to make sure I got to get the locale right. Uh, but you mm. redshirted last year, so now that you're playing a, obviously a large role for the team this year as an in-state kid, what how's that feel to you know to see uh, the team go from basically off the radar, which is rare for Louisville to begin the season. To now, where you guys are competing as a top ten matchup late in the season in, in this playoff hockey situation, how's that feel to be an in-state kid helping the Cardinals like that? Yeah, it's pretty awesome, pretty surreal, for real. I mean, just to, I grow up watching these great Louisville teams, and they're basically running through the ACC as I'm coming as I'm coming up, uh, growing, and just to be able to uh, contribute to one of those teams and kind of be in the position that we are now really means a lot to me. So I hope we can keep going the way we are. One last question before we let you go um, through the season, hitting 331 on the year. Now um, after your shot today, four home runs. Uh, I mean, you've been kind of doing a little bit of everything uh, for the team this year. Are you fulfilling the role that you expected you to do? Maybe have you, are you exceeding your expectations? How would you grade yourself thus far? How would you look upon your season thus far? Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm, I hope I'm fulfilling my role to my best, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm never going to really, I didn't really set any like specific like average goals or home run goals or anything like that. I just wanted to be in a position to help this team. I think I've done that with my defense a little bit. 
And then my bats come a long ways, especially as the years progressed a little bit. So, I mean, if, if I can just help this team win, that's, that's really all that matters. So I, I think that's exceeding goals right there is helping us win. Absolutely. A huge win it was today is the number six Louisville Cardinals come into Blacksburg at Virginia Tech, beat the number three Hokies uh, with a big win to start the series off eight to one. Isaac, appreciate you jumping in the cards cast with us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate Isaac Humphreys jumping into the cards cast with us there after a big win to open the series against uh, Virginia Tech on Friday in Blacksburg. Again, Michael McCammon here from Cardinal Authority on location, uh, going to have continued coverage of the, the series uh, Saturday and Sunday. It has been wet. There was a 29-minute a minute rain delay on Friday's game, but the, they were able to squeeze it in. That's after it was originally set for a 7 p.m. start. They pushed it forward to 3 p.m. Right now, uh, Saturday and Sunday, as I speak, are scheduled for 1 o'clock. Keep an eye on uh, Louisville Baseball's Twitter, gocards.com, um, as well as at Cardinal Authority. Um, you can follow me on Twitter as well, at McMichael20, Michael the number 20, um, for uh, any potential changes because there is weather coming in and out of Blacksburg all weekend. Going to keep things a little moist. Uh, so there's sometimes it, causes, it forces some creative uh, scheduling. But uh, speaking of scheduling, Louisville now, just six games left on the, on the schedule. Two left against Virginia Tech. Then they come home. They host Eastern Kentucky on Tuesday. And then they will close it out Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That ends the regular season against the nationally ranked Virginia. Um, so still uh, actually not too many games on the paper. It's on the paper schedule as you look at it. But still a lot to play for. Louisville currently 35-13-1 overall. 16-8-1 in the ACC. They still uh, lead Notre Dame. In the Atlantic Division, uh, the loss slips Miami, uh, slips Miami a little bit further ahead than Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech now at 34 and 11 overall, 14 and 9 in the ACC, sitting a couple games back of the Miami Hurricanes. Who again they host Notre Dame uh, to close their regular season. So maybe the Hurricanes can help Louisville uh, as the season winds down, and Louisville can have a, a strong series uh, close it out here and have a strong series against Virginia and set the Cardinals up for a national seed. Live from Blacksburg, I am senior writer Michael McCammon from Cardinal Authority. Keep checking at cardinalauthority.com for continuing coverage from Louisville's baseball.